Rarely do people stay focused on staying financially fit and organized throughout the year. However, today we are going to talk about some financial tips to help you stay focused for this spring season. Welcome to the Platinum Passport Podcast. Today is just going to be me and you. We're going to have a one-on-one conversation about something that I am very passionate about, which is financial literacy. And as we think about the fact that so many people begin the new year with a lot of resolutions, and many of them are financial resolutions uh, for the new year. However, not all the time are we able to be successful at continuing those new year's resolutions. And so today, we're just going to do a money talks with Clinice, which is interestingly enough, the name of a show that I did at Norfolk State University many years ago because I was so passionate about financial literacy. And at the time, the president, Dr. Marie V. McDimmon, and I met, I actually invited her to speak at a women's event for the church that I attended at the time. And she and I continued our conversation after her presentation and just really connected. And she said, what are you doing? And I said, this is the field that I'm in right now. And she said, this would be something great to have for our students to help them to think about being financially empowered. That began a journey with me, with the Money Talks with Clinice Platt. My uncle actually composed the theme music, and it was really a great experience. So today we are going to resurrect Money Talks with Clinice Platt as I share with you all just some things to think about as the spring season begins. How do you stay on track with your financial goals and ensuring that you are remaining financially fit and organized throughout this year? First, I want to start thinking about the fact that this is March. And so one of the things that you definitely should begin to do if you haven't already is to collect the 1099 forms from your bank and other financial institutions as well as your W-2 wage statements from your employers, and also any additional information that you will need for your tax preparer, whether that's you or you have a professional working with you. If you haven't received those items, in particular, the 1099 and your W-2, definitely call the institution because you need to make sure that you can have those items before April. Once we get to April, the thing that is important is, of course, filing our taxes on time. And if you need an extension, don't hesitate to file that extension. But remember that you have until Tuesday, April 18th, to make a $6,500 contribution to a traditional or Roth IRA for this 2023 year. Remember, if you are over 50, you may contribute more than that $6,500. You may contribute $7,500 because there is a catch-up provision. One of the things to recognize is that the traditional IRA earnings and contributions grow tax-deferred, while eligible withdrawals are subject to income tax. So 
It's growing tax deferred, which means you're not paying taxes on it now. But once you begin to make those withdrawals, they are going to be subject to income taxes. With the Roth IRA contributions and earnings will grow tax-free and your eligible withdrawals are going to be tax-free as well. So that's one of the differences that you want to be aware of, whether you're selecting a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA to put some additional dollars aside for your retirement. Keep in mind the differences between those two, but make sure that if you can make contributions to either of those, that you take advantage of being able to put aside $6,500 for this year. If you're under 50 and if you're over 50, you can make a contribution of $7,500. So the month of March is a great time to begin to organize all of your paperwork, make sure you have your W-2s, your 1099s. And if you don't receive them by the end of March, make sure that you give your financial institutions a phone call to ask that you receive that information. April, you want to stay on track by making sure that you file your taxes on time. This year, tax deadline is Tuesday, April 18th. May is a great month to begin to clean your financial house. So you want to look for ways that you can eliminate your debt. One of the main things that people will use your tax refunds for is to help them with eliminating their debt, make a list of the debts that you have, and then think about which are the ones that I would like to bring down significantly or pay them off. And you can use some of your tax refund money to do that. But also, Make sure that you put aside some of your tax refund into a savings account so that you can continue to build up your savings and allow yourself to have a cushion as you move forward. Look for ways to eliminate debts and then also think about ways that you can invest in your family's future. Some of the things to think about as you're cleaning your financial house is, do I have enough insurance to care for my family in case of a premature death or disability? If you don't, May would be a great time to begin to look for some professionals that can help you with that so that you can take care of your family, even if you happen to be incapacitated or if you were to pass away prematurely. In addition, May is a great month to begin to work with an attorney to prepare a will. In your will, you should identify people that you would like to speak on your behalf if you go in for a medical procedure and something were to happen to you. It's also a great time to think about guardianship because if something were to happen and you have children that are under the age of 18 and something were to happen to you and your spouse, then you need to think about who would you want to be the guardian of your children. You don't want the courts to make that decision for you. So you want to make sure that that is stipulated in your will and that that person is aware <laughs> that you have selected them to play such a significant role in your child or your children's lives. And then also think about with your will, how do you want your assets to speak for you beyond the grave. 
what is it that you want your dollars to be used for? Is it to take care of your children? Then you might want to think about how do you want your kids to be able to access those dollars? Do you have a special relationship with a charity or a church or a synagogue that you want to make sure that when you pass on, those dollars will be available to support them? All of those should be considered as you're putting your will in place. And so you want to have those conversations with your attorneys. You want to have those conversations with your loved ones. And you want to know and think about personally, what is it that's important for you? What is the legacy that you want to leave even when you are not here? Do you want to make a significant contribution to a college or to a particular organization that means a lot to you? And if so, then definitely make sure that you have that identified in your will. Another thing to think about along with the will is a trust. So if your assets include a home and car and insurances and things that you would like to make sure they're going to be distributed in a way that you would like, a trust would be a great thing. And what is actually put in the trust will be distributed in the way that you define. A lot of people will create a trust, but they won't fund it. So they will create the document with the attorney, but they won't actually put their assets in the name of the trust. So don't do that. Once that information is in the trust, but it has to be in the trust, those assets have to be stipulated or named in the trust. So once those items are in that trust, then that means that I can't go down to City Hall and find out the amount of the assets that you had and what you're doing with your assets. So a trust can be very, very beneficial for families and for organizations, for individuals as well. So as you're thinking about that and you are looking in May at how you're going to eliminate your debts and how you're going to invest in your family's future or even in your future. Another thing that you can think about in particular, if you receive a tax refund is planning for the future. So you can contribute to a Christmas club at your financial institution or a holiday fund and put some significant dollars in there. And when I say significant dollars, only you can define what is a significant amount. Whatever that significant amount is that you have identified, you can put those dollars into a Christmas club or a holiday club if that works for you. If your financial institution does not have an actual Christmas club or holiday fund, you can create your own. Just create another account and put whatever that amount is that you want to start that fund with and then make monthly contributions. This is a time to create a vacation club or a vacation fund. When I was in the financial services industry, I always recommended that my clients create a dream fund that allows you to anticipate doing great things in your life, whatever that is. And it gives you something to look forward to. And you can use that time in May to really begin to think about, okay, here we are. I've come through January, February, March, April, looking at the rest of the year, what is it that I want to accomplish financially? Is there a certain amount of dollars that I would like to have set aside for the holidays 
Is there a special vacation I want to go on that I can begin to save for? Is there a dream that is inside my heart that I'm not making many strides towards that, but if I can start putting away a little bit of money or I can save to help me to accomplish my dream, I would like to put aside this amount of money. So you can make those decisions and give yourself something to anticipate financially for the rest of the year. Now, you want to be able to do those things so that you can enjoy worry-free holiday shopping spree or worry-free vacation, or just begin to think about ways that you can make your dreams come true. Having the opportunity to know that every time that you put funds aside in any of those accounts, or that you're purchasing the insurance for your family, or you are able to eliminate debt allows you to not only feel financially empowered, but to feel good that you are making some steps to help you accomplish your financial goals, as well as to stay financially focused and organized. One of the things that is very popular in June, for sure, are weddings. So before you say I do, Take some time to schedule an appointment with a financial advisor for you and your spouse. This is going to allow you all to develop a plan to address your combined investment, retirement, educational, estate planning, and insurance needs together. It is so important to think about finances prior to saying I do. And even if you've already said I do, One of the ways that you can help to strengthen your relationship is to make sure that you're both on the same page financially. So setting up a time with a financial advisor is a great way to have a third party help you all look at where you are financially and think about what it is that you want to accomplish financially as a couple. And if you can do that even before you say, I do, that is wonderful because it gives you an opportunity to share with one another what your dreams, what your hopes are, to be financially transparent. And if you recognize we have some challenges financially, then you want to be able to talk about that prior to you saying, I do. So that together with your financial advisor, you can create a financial plan that will allow you to come out of those financial challenges even stronger, even more financially empowered, and really be able to focus on some great, fun financial dreams that you can dream together as a couple. So we've talked about March, we've talked about April, we've talked about May, and we've talked about June. I'll be back during July to talk about how to make some financially prudent decisions that will allow you to be financially empowered and fit and organized for the remainder of the year. Money is simply a tool to allow you to live the life that you want to live. When you can really begin to educate yourself financially, And when you can begin to make steps that allow you to become financially empowered, you will begin to feel even more excited about what it is that you can accomplish 
in your life individually or as a family from cradle to grave and beyond? What is that financial legacy going to look like for you? So after you work with your advisors or the professionals in your lives to create a financial plan that addresses your life's goals, then make the commitment to do what it takes to accomplish those goals. It really doesn't matter wherever you are. Just start. Don't procrastinate. And always continue to educate yourself and those around you who are going to influence your financial decisions or your financial focus. Implementing some really smart financial actions will help you to take control of your financial life and help you to feel more confident every day that you and your money really are working to achieve your financial goals, that you are becoming financially empowered. And once you begin the journey, stay the course. Even if something happens and you're like, I did not want to make that financial decision or, oh, I really messed up with that. It's okay. It's one decision, but now you want to refocus and (laughs) get back on track so that you can continue to build that financial life that you want to accomplish. So don't get discouraged when life happens because trust and believe life is going to happen. Be prepared for that. Simply adjust your financial plan accordingly so that you can remain fiscally fit and focused. And once you've started on your journey of becoming fiscally fit, you are really in control in terms of how it ends. Now, life, as I said, might happen, but recognize that even when that does occur, that you can control how you react. You might not be able to control the situation, but you can certainly control how you act and you can certainly control the financial decisions that you make in response to what has occurred. At least once a year, make a date with your family and your financial professionals to determine your financial progress and to discuss any changes in your life that have impacted your finances. This yearly evaluation of your financial picture will really help you to remain on track as you become fiscally fit. And it will allow you to become financially empowered and to stay financially organized. This has been Money Talks with Clinice. (laughs) I am so glad that we had an opportunity to chat one-on-one today. I look forward to seeing you during our next episode of the Platinum Passport Podcast. And please remember, it is never too late to financially get your house in order. You so, so deserve it. Take care and I'll see you next time. Your Platinum Passport has been stamped. I look forward to seeing you at our next destination.